Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. Hey! I have a candle right here. It's... I don't want it to burn out if I pick it up and show you. It's very strange because it's just like one of those single wicks. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I can't see it. Oh no. Oh, there we go. Okay. It's got a snowflake on it with candy cane. Yeah, it's the twisted peppermint. Ah. But the top is warm because that's where the fire is and the bottom is cold still. (laughs) The candle you got me smells really good. That whole set does. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) I uh, just ordered it and went in to pick it up so I didn't get to smell it beforehand. It smells really good. I actually really like it. Good. Yes. It's very nice. I came in today after work and it still smells like bath bombs in here. (laughs) Even though Kelsey's is all the way through her door and her bathroom door. I assume it might just be in her room, but either way, I shouldn't be able to smell it. So it's either because we still have the lush bags out here. So it's either from that or from the actual bath bomb in my bathroom. But I haven't used it. It's just like on the counter. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's probably just because it's sitting out. Those things are pretty strong. I so I got a couple too. And my Mm -hmm. sister gave me a box with one of them in it. And I got a box with something else. And so I ended up keeping... They were identical boxes, just one size was, like, one was a little bit bigger than the other. They were actually boxes I gave to her last year, which is pretty cool. (laughs) But anyways, I put the bath bombs in those because they have lids, and then I put them in the bathroom Mm. and stacked them, so they're not just, like, out in the open air giving me a headache all day. Yeah. Sometimes if Kelsey's burning a candle in her room, it'll, like, get sucked up through the vent or something and come out (laughs) in the living room. (laughs) That's always nice, though. Unless you're burning something, too. Yeah. No. Um... (laughs) <laughs> or just Not have usually. it close to you. Yeah. I did my nails today. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's blue with like silver glitter snowflake, but you can't really yeah. tell it's a snowflake in depth until you get super close. Yeah. But I got these ones and I got three others too. I got a blue sparkly set, a purple matte set, and then a purple sparkly set. Hmm. Nice. JC Fortin is having a party, so I think I might buy some from her too. I just love these things. I did this in 15 minutes today and they look cute. Nice. I talked about them, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So basically it's an MLM, but so my mom bought these from my cousin, but I also want to support JC's party because she gets points. So yeah. I'm like, well, since I got these, I can totally buy from JC's party. Yeah. Purchases from both. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a new podcast. It's not a new podcast, but it's new to me. It's called Cult Podcast. That's okay. just, just cult. <laughs> just cult podcast. Cult and podcast. Like, it's about cults. Figure it out. Yes. Like. but i'm listening to their mlm episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so that's fun all of the things yeah well yeah i mean they talk about a lot of like (laughs) i feel like we bring this up a lot but they're doing like a series about maga right now yes they get a lot of (laughs) comments on their instagram after an episode comes out (laughs) people will be like it's not a cult didn't you see this press release from the leader it's not a cult and it's the like, leader yeah or you know from whoever the person is they, yeah. obviously they would say the name if they believe in it but for their purposes a cult is like all of the things that they list at the top and also these are our opinions mm-hmm. so like they can't get in trouble for it but also they make it basically points. anything that has like a lot of people involved and is kind of sketchy yeah that makes sense i mean that's basically yeah. a cult in a nutshell I feel like we've had a lot of experiences with cults in our lifetime. <laughs> Personally? I mean, I have. <laughs> I've been part of an MLM. Yeah. 
and like that's one that's pretty culty and then like <laughs> living in downtown portland like portland is its own cult <laughs> there yes and then like also with the protests and things like the maga people come into town they're definitely culty so like mm. there's that i have to break some news to you okay did you know that the uh founder of heinz is like a cousin of the trump's uh is that <laughs> Teresa? no no like the founder the founder back oh. in the day yeah like when that's kind of uh, sad i don't know but his cousin was already over here and had like a successful ketchup business so he was like oh you know what i'll go talk to him see if i can get myself a job oh no yeah <laughs> so Ooh. i know you love ketchup <laughs> i do that's kind of devastating however i will probably still eat the shit out of it so yeah there are other brands of ketchup too yes you hate true. It. also you would have to look into their own beliefs and opinions if you wanted to but yeah i feel like there's a normal side of that family and a not so normal side of that family and i feel like well they i mean fall in line with the fairly normal side so like i haven't read mary's book but there are people who disagree yeah me either but i did watch a little interview on her and she's pretty interesting yeah i was at work today <laughs> and it was like 2.59 and we close at 3 and someone pulls up and I'm like you better get out of your car <laughs> we close at 3 and it switched over to 3 so I turned the lights off I'm like I'm still doing other stuff back here and I have to be here for 10 minutes but I'm gonna turn the lights off and hope that you get the hint mm-hmm. and then she comes in and I'm like at least she's picking up and not dropping off and so I like pull up her thing and she's like oh it's so dark in here I thought you guys were closed I'm like we are <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, we close at three, but I have to be here for 10 minutes, so whatever. <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> She's like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, you got out of your car to make sure that there was someone here because all the lights are off. Right. Like, it's on the door. It says three o'clock. It's weird how people just jump to, oh, I didn't know that, rather than, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be defensive. Just say you're sorry and move on. Also, if it, if you think that the, it's closed because all the lights are off, it's probably closed. Probably. <laughs> but then if you look around and see that it is closed on the door you just don't go in yeah i did have one customer give me 20 bucks when she dropped off late last week so legit it wasn't really late i mean she came in like you know as i like i had i don't know if i'd turn the lights off or not but it was definitely after the thing she's like oh are you unlocked oh okay and i like uh stood up from behind the counter um so no it couldn't we couldn't have been closed already because i was sitting <laughs> But I, like, stood up. And she's like, oh, you're here. Hold on a second. I'm like, where where do you think I'm going to (laughs) go? Like, I'm the only one here and you're the only customer. So you have my full attention. (laughs) Yeah. So she went back out to her car. And she's like, hey, I was going to get a card, but I forgot. (laughs) So here. I'm like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. You have a couple cool customers. Oh, she's not one of the cool ones. No? No. Oh. (laughs) But... But that's kind of her. Yeah. At least she, like, tips you. Yeah. I mean, not usually, but... Take it. Yeah. And then that one guy who gave you... Was it also 20? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> he said, can I buy you dinner for staying open late? <laughs> I'm like, if you insist. <laughs> and then he gave me 20 bucks. I'm like, cool. Cool. Thanks, man. You just bought me wine and a calzone. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing I missed about Christmas this year is all the goodie baskets from our clients. We did get two boxes of oranges, though, from Florida, which was cool. A box of big oranges and a box of little mandarins. 
Yeah. They were real good. They were natural. They had like spots and stuff on them from like the bees and the weather and stuff. But they were really, really juicy and super delicious. So we did get that treat. But normally we get cookies and baklava and... I love baklava. Right? Our... One of our printer toner vendors. She's from one of the countries over there. And she makes it every year for Christmas and for Easter. And we always get two boxes of it. (laughs) Yeah. This year we did... She's like... Can I send you some? And we're like, sorry, we can't. We'd love to, but we can't. Yeah. It sucks. I secretly wanted to tell her, send me some anyways and I'll just take it home. <laughs> yeah. But that's obvious. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sneak up to the front. Call me when you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run downstairs, actually. Then I can just take it straight to my car. Yeah. So, did miss that. The snacks. What was I? Oh, never mind. That's part of my topic. Forget. Okay. <laughs> I go first this week though, right? Yes. Because I closed last week. Okay. So you had gotten me some stuff from Ulta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had actually gotten Kelsey some stuff from Ulta. And while I was at Ulta, I needed some hand lotion because my hands are real dry from all the hand sanitizer and hand washing we've been doing recently. And my favorite brand of hand lotion is Hemp's. So I saw Tanya. Tiny- Love hemp's. <laughs> Me too. I am obsessed. So, <laughs> you know, I will buy anything that is like, hey, we put cannabis in this. Like, I literally bought this, like some sort of cannabis infused mascara. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to do anything, but. But I like it and I want it. <laughs> but I'll buy it. <laughs> same. I am the same way. Yes. So, this little bottle here, this little, what size bottle is it? 2.25 fluid ounce bottle. Yeah. Definitely plain friendly. Yes. Was. Eight ninety nine. I didn't realize it. How yeah, they're not cheap. <laughs> no, except for they're having a sale right now on their website. I know. I and, did see that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is real good. So I think I might order some things from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is. I was like, oh man, this stuff works. I am about probably a good third to halfway through the bottle already, but it does wonders for my hands. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna talk about them this week. So I'm glad you like them too. Yes, one year I got Kelsey, like, a pumpkin spice one from them. Yes! I went, oh, I don't think they have that. I didn't read that in there. It was, I mean, it was a seasonal yes, scent like, from, like, it might have even been, I think it was before I moved out here. Okay. So, like, special several years. Reason. Yeah. So, the Hemp's brand's motto is, the secret is in the seed. So, their thing is basically hemp seed oil. Yeah. Self-explanatory. It's got a pot leaf on it. Yep. <laughs> They specialize in body, hair, and face care. So mm-hmm. moisturization, conditioning, all the good benefits. So this comes directly from their website. Since 1998, we've made it our mission to unlock the beautifying, wellness, boosting power of hemp. Hemp seed oil is the key ingredient in each of our products, delivering supple, nourished skin, and healthy-looking hair. That's why we say the secret is in the seed. They are vegan, gluten-free, paraben-free, THC-free, and animal or and cruelty-free. They are also Leaping Bunny certified, which is the gold standard worldwide for animal cruelty products or cruelty-free products. So that is yes. Cool. If you look at the back of the label and you see the little rabbit on there, you're pretty much good. I like it. They use natural plant-based ingredients such as pomegranate extract to calm inflammation and shea butter to condition hair and skin, among other things. Hemp seed oil delivers moisture, vitamin E, which coats natural or which acts as a natural emollient, and omega fatty acids, which help strengthen the skin barrier. All of their products are made in the USA. They're made in California, and they ship from Warehouse in Dallas. So, made in California, they're shipped to Dallas, and they ship out from there. 
So they have three main categories of their products. Uh, body care, hair, and face. I have not used any of their face stuff. However, I after looking at their website today, I think I might. I've only used the lotion. <laughs> Me too. But they do have a color preserving shampoo and conditioner, which I think is cool. Hmm. So for their body care category, they have moisturizers, body wash, body scrubs, hand sanitizer, sunscreen, and self-tanners, and CBD for body. That's a new line that they just came out with, which is where this little travel guy comes from. Nice. I didn't know it was new. I actually didn't even know it had CBD in it until I saw, like, I picked it up out of the rack and I was like, oh, it has CBD. Great. (laughs) I just saw the little hemp label and I was like, that's mine. (laughs) Side note, I ordered that mascara. The, the it's not obviously it's not hemp's because they don't make beauty products but but i also got a like jelly face mask that's like cbd something i'll tell you how it is yeah please do that i did a face mask this morning felt good um so for the body care in their moisturizer section some of the scents are sweet pineapple and honey i do like that one i've smelled that one uh i've tried that one several times i have never owned it though mm-hmm They have a coconut and watermelon one, which I would absolutely adore. I think I might get that one this time around. They have a rose and lavender oil one. Oh, no, sorry. Not rose and lavender. They have a rose one and then lavender oil one separate, not together. Yeah. They have a limited edition wild berry. And then they have their koa and sweet almond scent in addition to their normal triple moisturizing hemp scent. And then in their body wash, they have some of their special scents are pomegranate. Then they have peach, rose, peony, which is all one. And then their vanilla and ginger, which also sounds divine. They have body scrubs. Uh, sometimes body scrubs sketch me out uh, because if it's not sugar, I'm like, but then what is it? <laughs> Where is it going? Mm-hmm. But it is sugar. They use sugar for their scrubs. Nice. Which I prefer. Their hand sanitizer, they have one product and it's their basal, basic triple moisture hand sanitizer. Uh, but it does come in a big bottle and it's not super expensive. So if you're looking for a sanitizer, they've got one. There are sunscreen and self-tanners. Generally, the flavor is... Flavor? Hot scent. <laughs> is Yuzu and Starfruit. They also have a huge lip balm line for sun care. So if you're looking for some good sunscreen. I always like to get good lip balm before I travel to like somewhere near the equator because the sun is different there. Um, and then there's CBD for the body line. Uh they have different scents. One of them is lavender. The other one is tea tree and eucalyptus. And then they have elemi and grapefruit oil, which is the scent of the little bottle I have. For their hairline, they have shampoo, conditioner, and hold up. Okay. They have shampoo and conditioner and a CBD line. So for the shampoos, they have original. Then they have sweet pineapple and honey, which is just like a moisturizing scent. And they have blushing grapefruit and raspberry, which is their color preserving line. For the conditioner, they have several variations. They have a leave-in mist. They have a basic triple moisture conditioner. And then they have a mask. And then they also have their grapefruit and raspberry in conditioner as well. So they have color-preserving conditioner. Their CBD hairline, I didn't look too much into that. I don't know what that would do for my hair. See, that's what I'm saying with the mascara. I'm like, that's my eyelashes. Yeah. (laughs) But But I'm also intrigued because, like, why not? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So that's about all I know about that. Uh, their face lines, they, or, yeah, their face category, they basically have one line and they all have, they only have like one item for the entire line. So their cleanser, toner, moisturizer, they have one option. Um, they have a foaming cleanser, an exfoliating scrub, and then they have 
two types of moisturizer. They have a moisturizer lotion and they have like a hydrating facial serum. Probably use those in conjunction with each other because one's a moisturizer and one's a serum. Yeah. Then they have the sunscreen and self-tanner line, which also you can apply to your face. And then, again, their lip balm line. And then they have a CBD for your face, which comes with a moisturizer. And then they also offer an eye cream, which I thought was cool. I have been looking for an eye cream, so maybe I will look into that. But yeah, I really, really like their products. Mm-hmm. In fact, I bought this because my poor hands right now, nothing is working for them. Yeah. And this is the only thing that's actually provided any sort of relief. So when I was doing research today, I saw they were having a sale. I was like, I need to get a full-size product because I'm going through this way too fast. Yes. Good shit. The first one I ever got was actually on our senior trip. Oh, really? Yeah. At the mall? You went on the senior trip, yeah? Yeah. When we went to the stupid mall. Yes. <laughs> I was so mad. But yeah, I got a pair of shoes and I got that, but it wasn't like major yet. Yeah. So they basically had like maybe two cents, but I just got the original. And at that point, the original was definitely some sort of like strawberry banana. Oh. Yeah. Um, I re- Yeah, I do remember it being pink. So my mom has used this for a really long time. Her best friend was from California and she was a hairdresser so, and they sold this, sold it in her salon. So she brought a bunch up with her. And I remember it smelling very hempy, like mm-hmm. originally, like very hempy. Yeah. And it came in a big bottle with like a tan label on it. And like, God, that had to have been the early 2000s. They haven't been around for very long. I think it said they were founded in 98. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even in 2011, that's still only 11 years, 11, 12, 13 years past 1998. So yeah, that's still pretty new. Yeah, they had the original and then they had, I think they had a pink one and a purple one, maybe. There were only, like, three lotions, and that was basically it. <laughs> yes, I do recall, yeah. Yeah. And they were kind of hard to find, too. You had to, like... Mm-hmm. It would be random I was places. so excited. We were, like... It was, like... It wasn't even, like, Ulta or Sephora. It was, like, a Sally's in the mall or something. It was, like, some <laughs> Was it at random, the top of the like, escalator? Because I think I remember that. I don't think so. I think it was, like, right across from the Rainforest Cafe. Oh. I'm pretty sure we, like, came out from the store and just, like, got in the group for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that pops up every year on our, our timeline somehow. I know. Someone. That and every 15 minutes. Although I didn't participate in that because I was not you around there. Although I do feel like I would have enjoyed to participate in that. Yeah. Not enjoyed, but. Oh, apparently. Okay. So this has nothing to do with hemp's. No. But. I'm done I, talking about I, that. I was listening to the cult podcast and they were talking about every 15 minutes right Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay i didn't realize that this was like a countrywide thing because i think she lived in texas i think she grew up in texas or something but at bigger schools did you know it takes longer than one day what like they do it for the whole week whoa yeah (laughs) that's what i said i'm like um we do it for one day but apparently you just like someone you know the grim reaper comes in and takes you and then you're just like out of school for the rest of the time so if you get take if you get taken out by the reaper at the first day then you have a week out of school whoa i know i'm like how 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 do you do that for a whole week wow okay do do they get to go home during that week or like probably not about i don't know about that they didn't ask her that she didn't say where they went because for us we don't go home that night no because it's like it's a <laughs> we reenactment. Just, we stayed at the hotel and then went back to school the next day, and everyone's saying happy birthday to me because I wore a tiara, and I'm like, it's my birthday. 
Back from the dead. Oh, no. It's they my sang birthday. happy birthday to me on the bus on the way to school from the hotel. <laughs> like the people who didn't like me sang happy birthday. And oh. I'm like, yes. Yes, sing to me. <laughs> yes, please. This one day. Yeah. Was that that was senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the year I skipped music in May. Yes. <laughs> Which is still a bummer. <laughs> I wish I could have gone. Right. I would so much have rather gone to that, but I wasn't sure if it would have just be me, so after you described to me what that was in detail, I'm like, damn, that sounds like a lot of fun. I should have participated yeah, in that. Dude. <laughs> so fun. What you got? Oh, my turn? We're done with hymns. I'm done. Do you have anything else? Okay. Not really. My first topic is boots. Yes. Uh, <laughs> love boots. I actually almost talked about shoes this week, but I was like, mm, no. Nah. Well, you've talked about shoes in general. I know, but I was like thinking about like a topic of shoes because like I have several different styles over here. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pick a specific one cause you yeah because i already talked about shoes but i just decided not to do that well i did it and it's boots i like it yay boots are my fave actually yes yes yeah i don't know if i was feeling like extra gay this morning but i wore <laughs> boots and flannel to work yes dude i actually almost talked about flannel too <laughs> i did not <laughs> it's gotta be actual flannel a plaid like, shirt is not flannel no it has to be like actual like the, the flannel material yes okay anyway boots boots <laughs> there's a kesha song called boots and boys by the way oh <laughs> yeah i feel like i've listened to that but i don't feel like i caught on it's older right boots and boys is older from the first or second album it's not it's like early kesha yeah uh and then on her last one i don't know what the song is called but you like me wearing nothing but your boots so <laughs> she has a thing with boots also the early days of boots were actually separate leggings, soles, and uppers worn so that you have more protection on your ankle than traditional sandals. Because that's what they wore back then. Because it was a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> because the point that they joined together into one piece of footwear was around 1000 BC. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, really long time ago. Yeah, it's about 3,020 years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Before Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and it just, you know, covered your... It just went up the lower leg, up by the calf a bit. And around 1200 to 1500 AD, soft leather boots were worn in Eastern Asia by nomads and were carried to China, India, and Russia by Mongol invaders. I saw a picture of them. They look like leather boots. <laughs> <laughs> like modern leather boots-ish? What? Do they look like modern E or like, I mean, were they just like straps of leather? No, it wasn't straps. It was like, I mean, it was 12 to 1500 AD. Okay. Does 1500 mean a- AD mean the 1500s? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was the 1500s. They figured out how to connect them all together. Yeah. They can sew. <laughs> yeah. Also, Inuit and Aleut natives in the Alaska area. At the time, it wasn't Alaska yet. Other people lived there already. <laughs> but they, they uh, started making winter boots out of caribou and seal skin. And they decorated it with things like deer hides. Just probably to like seal it, <laughs> make them waterproof? Well, that was the decorative bits. It's already, it's made of seal skin. That's waterproof enough. That's true. <laughs> Little furry moccasin boots? Yeah, probably. Um, in the 17th century, so 1600s, 
European military style. No, Europeans adapted a military style thick sole boot with turnover tops, you know, as like the, the foldy. foldy down bit on the top. Yep. That were usually used for soldiers who rode horses because someone has a sword, they can't get your ankles. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> sawed off. Yeah. Double other man. In the 1700s, um, the they had a, there was a thigh-high style of boot worn by soldiers in the Revolutionary War. Hessians, it said. I don't really know what Hessian means. Me either, but I do like thigh-high style boots, so. Well, that style that was worn by Hessians, apparently, in the Revolutionary War, influenced the style of boot worn by American cowboys oh. in the West. So apparently cowboy boot was inspired by some sort of thigh-high revolutionary war boot. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was weird. I didn't expect that to... But hey. I mean, it would make sense, but like... Yeah, I mean, like, timeline-wise, that makes sense, but... But I, it's not something I would have connected. Thigh-high is not really the word I associate with cowboys. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so more modern bavar boots doc martens and army boots were adopted by skinheads and punks as part of their typical dress and have migrated to more mainstream fashion the popularity of boots as fashion ebbs and flows nancy sinatra popularized the fad of women wearing boots in the late 60s with her song these boots were made for walking and that's just what they'll do yep one of these days these boots i'm gonna walk i'm gonna walk all over you (laughs) Sorry, I had to finish it. <laughs> yeah, now you finish it very slowly. <laughs> I had to think about the lyrics to make sure I was going to say them right. Yeah. Uh, they were popular in the 60s and 70s, but that started to diminish towards the end of the 20th century. And in the 2010s, they experienced a resurgence, especially uh, in a style with a long bootleg. I would argue that they started to come back around like 2003 with Uggs, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, definitely the like combat boot style worn by skinheads and punks is more my jam uh i wear my doc martens at least twice a week at work yeah i love portland for that reason i work in a very professional setting and that my docs are acceptable so (laughs) yeah i love it yeah i just like boots i have a lot of boots i don't realize that i have so many pairs of boots (laughs) and then we we're going to Salt Lake City in January. And I was like, oh, I need like some warmer boots to wear because like I have, it's like a, it's kind of a bover boot shape, but it's velvet. <laughs> so like, I don't want to wear that in the snow. No. And like, fuck up my cool boots. No. Are those your red ones with the pattern on them? Boots. I don't think I have red ones with a pattern on them. Oh. <laughs> I thought they were like purple velvety that... You had a pattern on. No? Oh. No, they're just gray velvet. Oh. Why did I think you had a pair of purple velvety boots with patterns on them? Are you thinking about high school? <laughs> Maybe. Because I had my, um, not Uggs, but like furry inside, uh, like rainbow zebra boots. I don't think those are it, but moving on. Anyway, I was like, I need warmer boots for Salt Lake City. It's going to be cold and snowy. And I got home and I was like... You know, I have like five pairs of boots here already. I don't think I needed more boots. However, I wanted more boots, so I got them. Well, I also don't realize that I have as many because especially now that I live here, it's like I'm not, I, there's no way I'm wearing boots in the summer. If I have to, if I'm only going from my car to work and then 
back to my car and then home. <laughs> like, it's too hot for that. I'm just gonna wear sandals. Mm-hmm. If it's not like dressing up for something, then why do? <laughs> yeah, I wear boots frequently throughout the year. Thankfully, the weather's a little cooler here, so I'm able to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have, let me look, hold on. I have my hacking boots, my Doc Martens, my Sorrells. I have a pair of knee-high black boots, a pair of knee-high brown boots, and I have my hot pink booties. Are Sorrells the duck boots? Yes. Okay. That's the only name I didn't know. I'm like, well, that's got to be that then. Yes. The duck boot. The Columbia brand of them. I have always liked boots. My dad, we did a lot of motorcycle stuff. So I always had boots as a kid. There was just, my brother only wears boots, even now. I just like boots. I had in high school, my dad, like, I don't know what he was doing. I think he was like at... He was at one of the, like, tractor stores. (laughs) He saw some rain boots. He's like, oh, these are cool. So he, like, took a picture and showed me. And they were, like, it's, like, leopard print with cherries on them. And I was like, yes, those are great. (laughs) So I had those rain boots. I wore those to school. Those were fun. I like those. And then I had my furry boots that were, like, black and rainbow zebra stripes. Those were fun. I like those. I wore those, like, constantly (laughs) to school. (laughs) Really? Those are good. I don't know that I remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I think I got them in 10th grade. I always wore the Airwalk Ugg knockoffs. Yeah. Mine were definitely also knockoffs, yeah. but they were good. The soles were not good. No. They were usually but, well, foam. Well, they were, they were just straight up foam. foam. And I'm like, this is this is not a good boot for wearing. <laughs> I wore them down so much. Same. I had a black pair that I did that, like, Ugg style boots. And holy shit. I would wear... I wore... In fact, my parents bought me a pair of airwalk style fuzzy boots like ugg boots mm-hmm. but almost like snow shoe snow boot looking moccasins <laughs> anyways mm-hmm. from payless and they had rubber soles i wore the shit out of those i waited until there was holes in the toe and the heel before i threw them away like my feet yeah. would get wet every single day at school and i did not care because i love those fucking boots <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah absolutely my boots were like all worn down like to one side yes because i would wear them like every, every day, day. And eventually I was like, I can't wear these anymore. There's like no foam left on the, on the bottom. Yeah. And then usually I try and find a similar pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. My stepdad's super into cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my favorite style because they pinch my toes and my feet are pretty wide. And cowboy, waist, cowboy boots generally t- tend to run small-ish mm-hmm. and narrow in the toe. But I've never done cowboy boots. That's what my dad always wore when I was a kid. I don't know why. Yeah. My dad was always steel toe boots. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my brother. My dad was cowboy boots. I don't <laughs> I don't know why. I love my Doc Martens, though. I wear the shit out of them at least mm-hmm. twice a week at work and then probably once on the weekends, usually. Yeah. Boots are great. You can wear them anywhere. You can wear them to work. I wear mine. I've been wearing mine to work. The ones that I got in or for Salt Lake City. My manager came by the other day for something, and she's like, oh, those are cute. I'm like, thanks. I got them secondhand, and I probably didn't need them. She's like, yeah, I'm always buying boots. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's probably. But you can also wear them, like, to a show, and you don't have to worry about your toes getting bounced on. Yes. Yes. That is why I like to wear them. Yep. A lot of boots. Also, you never feel more powerful than where you're just wearing, like, a nice sturdy boot. <laughs> it does something to your step. That's for sure. It, like... Yeah. You know that saying, the earth knows when she's awake because it hears her feet hit the floor or something like that? Like, that's the Mm -hmm. way that I feel, like, in boots. Like, every step I take, I'm just like, boom, boom, here I am. Like, 
Watch out, world. Definitely louder than a regular shoe. Yes. And more like, for me, it's almost a little more like angsty, especially if I'm wearing my Doc Martens. I'm like, bam, bam, bam. I got attitude. Well, yeah. Doc's are a whole Doc mood. Mar- Doc Martens, any sort of black army combat, bobber, any of that. It's like a punk thing. It feels very, uh, very sassy. I like it. <laughs> okay. When was the last time I talked about an alcohol? We talked about an alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been a while. I talked about liquor stores, but you haven't talked about alcohol in a long time. I haven't, but I am this time. So, we're talking <laughs> about a spirit liquor. Can you guess what it is based on what I like to drink? Based on you saying spirit liquor. <laughs> if you know is my it taste. Tequila? No. <laughs> no. It is Captain Morgan. Ew. Go ahead. <laughs> Too many, uh, you ruined that for yourself, didn't you? Too many high school, <laughs> oh, that and Parrot Bay. I can't do it. Parrot Bay is, yeah, no, that oh. gives me a, gut, that's like gut rot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's I, what we drink in high school. <laughs> I usually drink the 100 proof stuff of Captain. Usually. It's a little more palatable. I'll do, sometimes we get Kraken if we want rum, but for the most part, we don't do rum kraken is not my favorite but they are the official sponsor of the kraken seattle seahawks team so maybe I'll have also to... they have a cool bottle and label yeah maybe i'll have to buy them but my preference is captain morgan so captain morgan is a rum flavored liqueur it's only 35 35... rum no it's only 35 percent and can't be classified as rum hmm. it doesn't meet the avv value for Weird. rum it is produced by british conglomerate diago d-i-a-g-e-o how do you pronounce that? D-I-A-G-E-O? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with that. Me either. Name. Maybe I should look that up really quickly. Hold on. So, because I have to mention that a few times. Apparently it's Diageo. That is what I was going to guess, but I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. So the spirit is named after the centru- 17th century, so 1600s, Welsh privateer of the Caribbean, Sir Henry Morgan. So it's based off of the actual person. Captain. However, the drawing is not the actual person. Diageo actually also owns Smirnoff, Bailey's, Guinness, and Johnny Walker, among other things. In 1994, not 1994, in 1944, (laughs) big difference, the Seagram Company started producing rum under the name the Captain Morgan Rum Company. The Seagram CEO purchased a distillery in Jamaica called Long Pond Distillery. Some buyers of the raw... Okay, so they're... The distillery produced the rum, right? And so Mm. they had, like bulk buyers and some of the bulk buyers that would buy the rum were called the levy family they would take the rum and add medicinal herbs and spices to it let it sit and then bottle it and sell it well the ce like the ceo of seagram decided that he really liked that rum or their version of their rum and he bought the rights to it thus captain morgan spiced rum was born so it wasn't actually the distillery's idea it was one of their vendors ideas that they just acquired mm-hmm. Uh, In 2001, Seagram sold the Captain Morgan brand to Diageo. In 2008, it announced it would build a new distillery in St. Croix in the Virgin Islands, where it still comes from today. In 2011, Morgan Spiced Rum in the UK was rebranded as Captain Morgan Spiced, and a media campaign introduced Captain Morgan as the mascot in the UK. So it's already kind of like a thing here in the US, but they made it bigger in the UK. And there was like a thing with the NFL because of that, because there was such a big campaign in the UK, the NFL, there was like some rumor that if when a team scored a touchdown, one of the players 
struck a pose, the captain, like the Captain Morgan pose, Captain Morgan would pay $10,000 to a charity of their choice or something like that, or pay them $10,000 or something as like a marketing thing. Uh, the NFL obviously shut that down real quick, like, but that was also around the time that the UK campaign was happening um, in 2017. But that was also around the time that like they were trying to get the NFL in Europe too. I think they mm-hmm. finally did end up having a game in London and then the pandemic hit and all was lost. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in 2017, Diageo sued Heaven Hill Distilleries, claiming similarity similarities between the trademark Captain Morgan and the Heaven Hills Admiral Nelson. Diageo ended up winning, and Heaven Hill Distillery had to change their logo. The distillation process for Captain Morgan is distilled from corn, sh- or sorry, is distilled from sugar cane and made with molasses, water, mar, mash, which is like barley, wheat, grain, and yeast. It's distilled in the continuous still and aged in oak barrels for up to a year before spices and flavors are added. So there's like multiple variations of the spiced rum. So the original spice is 35% ABV. On their website, they have all the different flavors that they sell here in the U.S. They did come out with one for a couple countries in Europe, but I'll talk about that in a minute. So the products on their website that are available right now are original spiced rum. They're Captain Morgan's sliced apple. They're Captain Morgan white rum. They're black spiced rum. They're 100 proof regular spiced rum. Captain Morgan private stock. And then there's silver spiced rum, which is like another version of their white rum. They have their mm-hmm. Captain Morgan coconut. Captain Morgan pineapple. They have an apple smash. They have a loco nut. And then right now they have a gingerbread spiced rum. Weird. Yeah. And then they have an orange vanilla twist. Which I feel like would be pretty good. Also weird. (laughs) In the past, they have had um, several limited editions, but they're currently not available. One is the Cannon Blast, which is a 70 proof citrus flavored rum. It's definitely on the sweeter end. It's more of a liqueur than a rum, but it is 70 proof, so it's considered rum. They have their 1671 bottle, which is also 70 proof. Uh, That is a dark sipping rum. I've tried both of those, and they're actually really good. Uh, they have their Jacko Blast, which is a sweet pumpkin flavor. That is also 70 proof, so it's classified as rum. Um, that was... I didn't try that one. You uh, know I would, though. I was going to say, yeah, that'd be right up your alley. Last year, they released a product called Tiki, and it was a limited edition in the UK, the Czech Republic, and Germany, and it was pineapple mango flavored. So generally, Captain Morgan is taken in shots. That's how I usually take it. It's also a good mixer if you're trying to mix. My favorite mixed... Captain drink is a Cuba Libre, which is rum, diet, coke, and lime. That's what we drank in Vegas. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's my Vegas drink. I'm pretty sure we only paid for one drink that <laughs> We did. That was pretty sweet. People felt sorry for us. <laughs> but on their website, they have a bunch of different drinks that you can make with their like rum flavors. Yeah. So Is my tie one of them? Probably. No. If not, I, it's not? No. So they have an apple crisp, and then they have an apple mule. They have an apple sour. Okay, so it's like their own variations of yeah. things. Okay. They have like a blackberry mojito. They have what they call a bloody Morgan. The Captain and Diet Cola. Captain and Ginger. Captain and Iced Tea. There's a Captain and Pineapple. Captain and Caparina. Don't know what that is. They have a Captain <laughs> Long Island. Uh, they have something called the Coquito, which looks like something creamy. Uh, frozen Pina Colada. Gingerbread Hot Apple Cider. They have a Holiday Martini. They have their Holiday Spiced and Sliced, which looks like something with cranberries and lime and they have their hot toddy they have something called the lava flow which is a cocktail that looks like hot lava but is cold as ice it's a <laughs> icy drink they have their 
what they call a lulata. <laughs> they have a New Year's fizz, which actually looks pretty good. Orange vanilla and diet cola. They have their orange vanilla ginger and soda. Orange Sorry, vanilla. orange vanilla and diet cola is just the two ingredients that you put mixed together. <laughs> it's yes. not a recipe. No. And then pineapple rum rush, pomegranate rush, spiked eggnog, which we already knew. Then they have a spiked coffee, a sugar and spice mule, something they call the screwdriver, basically an orange vanilla screwdriver. And they have their watermelon sangria. So they have like 30 different recipes on their website. Those all sound fascinating. I think my favorite one I would like to try probably would be the lava flow because it looks fancy. Mm-hmm. The ingredients are six ounces of Captain Morgan original spice rum, 10 ounces of frozen strawberry, eight ounces of pineapple juice. Eight ounces of cream of coconut and two cups of crushed ice and then a fresh pineapple wedge for a garnish. Hmm. Yes. Sounds real good. Sounds like you would, something you would get at a Hawaiian Applebee's. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Captain is probably one of my favorite go-tos when I'm out and about just because it's very consistent and it's only 35%, so it's not too terrible. Uh, however, if I'm buying it from my home, I always buy the 100 proof because why not? Bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my boss, or not my boss, my boss is at work, my partners. They bought everyone in the firm a $100 Fred Meyer gift card. Well, up in Washington, you can buy liquor yeah. in the store like normal. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, so I was up there at Fred Meyer and I got to the counter and I was like, oh, wait, I can't buy liquor with a gift card, can I? And she's like, actually, I think you can. Let me call my manager. So I was like, okay. So she called her manager and he's like, oh, yeah, you can totally buy it with a gift card. And I was like, Hell yeah. So I bought a <laughs> bottle of uh, Captain Morgan and took it up to the mountain with us, which was nice. Nice. I took a couple shots during lunch and it warmed me right up. <laughs> it was very nice. But yeah, so that was cool. Thanks, Question? bosses. Yes. Is that legal? What? Uh, did, did they let you do that at the mountain? <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not driving. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it seems like... I mean, they <laughs> serve drinks... If someone got drunk and skied down the mountain, that would be a liability. Yeah. I mean, they serve alcoholic drinks in the bar. Yeah. So. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> They're also monitoring that, though. Yeah, but I'm also not, like, getting shitty drunk either. I took two shots and it was fine. And I also had a My chili My question dog, is just so. about the, le- the legality. legality. Yeah, I don't know. I know other people do it, so. People, snow beers are a thing. That's like a ski edition. <laughs> you pop a beer up your first run, you go do two other runs and come back and get your cold beer and sit there and drink it on the mountain. Because, why not? What if someone steals your beer? I mean, that's why you hide it. <laughs> What if you lose your beer? <laughs> then you don't get your ski beer. Your sucks. snow beer. Yeah. <laughs> Never had that happen, though. That's good. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Captain is my preferred rum. Bacardi is not good. Yeah, I would never get... I wouldn't buy Bacardi. No. I don't know why. It's the trash rum, which is crazy because it sells for like 500 bucks a bottle in Vegas. It's just not like my first like thought when I'm like, hmm, I need rum. I would never be like... Bacardi. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I dated someone for a little while who was like, oh my god, Bacardi this, Bacardi that, Bacardi this, Bacardi that. And I'm like, Bleh. Yeah, it feels like the Grey Goose of rums. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Very... Yeah, rum is also not my drink of choice. You're generally a whiskey girl, aren't you? Yeah. Give me a whiskey sour any day. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a good whiskey sour. Those yeah. are good. <laughs> generally, if I'm out drinking, it's either vodka or rum. Uh, or a margarita with tequila. Generally, my drinks are the margarita on the rocks with salt on the rim or a Cuba Libre. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm drinking one of those two things. I don't... Yeah. I'll drink a rum and coke, I guess. I don't think about it. 
because I don't like name the, <laughs> the it's just a rum and coke. Mm-hmm. If I don't say Captain and Coke though, they always give me their their well rum and well, that yeah. is not good. Well it's rum is different than well vodka. I don't drink enough rum to know. Yeah, there's a difference between that anywhere. But I mm-hmm. always say Captain and Coke because because hard pass. Yeah. Fun story. Yes. The last time I was up in Washington for my birthday, my <laughs> 24th birthday, <laughs> we were at one of the bars. It was Oasis or is Pastime the other one mm-hmm. in Castle Rock? We went from one to the other. We were at the second one. I don't remember which it was. <laughs> but uh, Michael was there. You know Michael. Yes. And he's like, oh, it's your birthday. I'll buy you a shot. And I was like, cool. Jack. <laughs> he's like, uh, mine's going to be well. And I'm like, you just offered to buy me a birthday shot. You didn't tell me <laughs> there was a stipulation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which Michael is this? Blonde Michael, Castle Rock. Hangs out with Hillary. I can't remember his last name. What'd you got? Okay, my second topic is <laughs> the travel mug. Oh, yes. Yes. Travel mugs are the best. They always keep everything hotter than a regular mug anyways. Well, I mean, that depends on what kind you get. There's, like, the double walled and stuff. I also have, like, I wouldn't say shitty because, like, they. I mean, they work as a mug just fine. But, like, my one that I used today was just my Starbucks holiday cup which is just plastic. Yes. It's just a plastic cup with a lid on it. That's true. But, I mean, it has a lid, so it keeps it... Fairly warm. Warmer anyway. Doesn't let the heat escape all at once. Yes. You want the mouth of the cup to be smaller than the base. So, travel mugs became widespread due to the implementation of coffee club promotions at convenience stores, which gave patrons discounts on refills when they bought a mug. I remember that trend. Yes. They started popping up in the 80s. I was a little more from my time, but I do remember my parents. Yeah. They didn't have the... My mom worked at 7-Eleven when I was little, so... Oh, there you go. Which was, you know, mid to late 90s, but still. Still very popular. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what this means. Do you, does the phrase trip sips mean anything to you? Trip sips? Mm-hmm. No. Me either. And when I Googled it... I could not find any information with the, the word trip and sip next to each other. Like, they're, they're, I don't I don't know what this is. Because on the website that I got this information from, trip sips is in quotes. And it seems to be like some sort of brand. Name of something? But I don't know what it is. It wasn't clickable. And I couldn't find any information when I googled it. Weird. Yeah. So, anyway, whatever trip sips means. Uh, trip sips Plastic mugs became popular since they attached to the dashboard and often showed off a logo. So I was thinking, like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Attached to the dashboard? Well, I'm thinking, like, they have the, you know, like, it's like a newer thing. You know those, like, as seen on TV cups that have, like, the rubber bottom so you can, like, stick it to a table and it, like, won't fall over? Mm-hmm. Is what I was thinking, but I don't know what trip sips means. <laughs> I remember the big mugs that had, like... A big handle on it that looked like a coffee pot, kind of. Like a like a reusable big gulp. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, but I don't think it's. I don't think that's it. No. How would you attach that to your dash? That would. I mean, maybe there's like a separate, There might be like a separate piece. Maybe it's like a specific product. I, yeah, I can't. It I doesn't exist find. anymore. So like. But at least it would be like, hey, if it was so popular, you would think people would be like, hey, remember this nostalgia from your childhood? I'm going to look. Okay. So weird. Right? I even put in Trip Sips Dash Cup and... Mm-hmm. Travel mug. Like, nothing. Like, <laughs> there's nothing. 
Weird. Yeah. No idea. Uh, the popularity of travel mugs grew uh, because in 1983, the minivan was invented. Okay. <laughs> and those usually came with cup holders built into the dash. And then you can't just put your mugs in there. You'll burn your children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to have a lid on that. But it wasn't until a 1994 court case that cup holders became standard for car manufacturers. Really? You know what that court case is? No. It has less to do with the cup holders and more to do with the beverages. Was it <laughs> McDonald's? Yes. Yes. Okay. The McDonald's. Lebec v. Donald's restaurants. McDonald's restaurants. So Stefan and I actually stopped there and got coffee on the way home on Christmas Day. And mm-hmm. they filled his like right up to the top. And he literally opened his door to dump something out and said the words, damn, McDonald's, you already had one lawsuit re- regarding mm. coffee. You don't want another one. Well... We can talk about that if you would like to talk about that. I have just like a, a few more things and then we can talk about the lawsuit. Okay. <laughs> because that happened in 94 and I was one years old. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know a lot about I, that. I just knew that he had said yes. that recently. Yeah. So new and innovative mugs are still being produced, such as classic stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Keeps your beverage hot or cold for much longer than a normal cup would do it. You have a... Also classic, floating confetti tumbler. You know, it's the plastic ones and it's clear and it has like water and glitter in it. <laughs> I love those. Those are fun. You could get a vacuum insulated portable cup built with a built-in coffee grinder. With a built-in coffee grinder? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Or removable Bluetooth speaker mugs that include a microphone so you can take a phone call. Um, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'll just keep my stainless steel mug, thanks. Yeah, I just need it to have a lid on it so it doesn't spill all over my car. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, but travel mugs are the best. They are. Because who doesn't want to sleep in? And now you don't have to get up early to drink your coffee. You (laughs) You just take take it it with you. you. The best. Yeah. It makes driving in the car so much more pleasant, too, because you're like, oh, I have this nice thing I can enjoy while I'm in my lame-ass car. Exactly. I have a nice, warm coffee. Mm-hmm. So good. Sometimes I just like to drink my coffee out of my Starbucks travel mug at home anyways, or stra- travel cup <laughs> at home anyways, just because I'm like, it feels like a Starbucks cup cup. Yeah. And definitely. It makes me feel fancy. Yeah. I need to get myself some decaf, dude. I don't drink decaf. <laughs> I want a cup of but... coffee right now, and but I also want to go yeah. to sleep in an hour, so. I know. <laughs> I have, we have several travel mugs up there, travel tumblers, whatever you want to call them. I used today, I used my Starbucks one, just my holiday cup. So it's just like a 16 ounce or whatever. Mm -hmm. But usually, usually I don't use any of those that are actually meant for coffee. Because on a day that I work a double, which right now means 10 hours, I'll just use like my blender bottle and fill that bitch up with coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whatever works. Yeah, it travels. It does. It's all I need. Does the job. Also, I can put my layered superfood creamer in there and shake it all up like it's supposed to be instead of just like stirring it in and having it all chunky at home. Yeah, (laughs) because on the package for the creamer, it says like put it into, you know, like add a tablespoon to 12 ounces of coffee or whatever and then shake it up in a bottle. (laughs) And I'm like, but I'm at home layered. (laughs) Don't (laughs) want to do that. I know. Like that's such a waste. 
I just want to put it in my mug and drink it. <laughs> it's got to break down all that. It's got a lot of like coconut ingredients. Mm. So break the bits apart. That. Yep. I do like a good travel mug. Yeah. I, I had one that was real good. Like I would take my tea to class with me and I would like I would make it at home and I would take it with me to school and then I still wouldn't be able to drink it until like after my first class was over. <laughs> like it was <laughs> so hot. Yeah. I have I were okay, so a couple weeks ago we had a little bit of Bailey's and I made some coffee while we recorded and mm-hmm. I put it in Stefan's Yeti cup and mm-hmm. oh my god, dude, I shouldn't like have put half and half in it or something to cool it down because <laughs> it was so fucking hot. I burnt the tip yeah. of my tongue when I took a drink of it. <laughs> I do like that they make wine to go cups now. I damn it. I took all of my dirty cups into the kitchen. I have um, you know, like a stemless wine glass. Mm-hmm. I have those with lids on them. Yeah. But like, it's metal. That's what I have. I take them into the... If you put a lid on it, you can drink in the shower out of a cup. Ooh. I didn't think about that until like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, I forget that these have lids because I don't take alcohol with me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so like the only place I need this is here. So we just don't use the lids. But I remembered that and I was like, oh, I could drink wine in the shower. Yes. That sounds cozy. <laughs> Because the problem with, like, obviously I've talked about shower beers, but the problem with wine is that you put it in a wine glass and then it's just, like, wide open. Mm-hmm. And you get water in it. Yeah. But problem solved if you have a lid on it. I bought yeah. mine when we were, me, Angel, and Sarah were down at the beach in, like, May 2019. And mm-hmm. we did, like, a wine tasting tour on the way down. We bought a couple bottles of wine and brought them with us. So we each bought a to-go wine cup with a lid on it. And we went walking on the beach and took wine in a backpack. It was great. Nice. Jolene got me those for Christmas last year. A good gift. Mm-hmm. If you're ever going to a park or anything, always a good. Yeah. Especially during Corona times. Also, they're like metal double walled little like tumbler glasses. <laughs> so it stays nice and cold. Yes. Mine was like $14. It was a really nice one. I was like, damn. Yeah. I don't know how much they were. She got them off Amazon, obviously. And it was like a four pack. And it definitely was like, I wish I still had the box. It was definitely like translated from... Chinese or Korean. <laughs> and I'm like, am I going to get lead poisoning? <laughs> <laughs> Valid question. The other good things about travel mugs is that a lot of, not right now, obviously, because of COVID, but a lot of uh, like coffee shops and especially the chains, if you bring in one of theirs, you get some sort of discount on your drink. Mm-hmm. So that's good. It's like a loyalty program thing ish. Yeah. But, like, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. (laughs) That's the, yeah. The gist of it. Because I have my Dutch Brothers one. And I, like, back at the beginning of COVID, I had my mug with me. And he's like, oh, we actually can't uh, take the mugs anymore. But I can still give you the discount. I'm like, the issue isn't the discount. The issue is I don't want a cup. Right. (laughs) I have a cup here. I want to use mine. Yeah. I get it. But, like, fuck off. Anything else? Nope. (laughs) I don't think so. Me? All right. Well... Go ahead and give us a rate and review wherever you're listening. It really helps us out. Tell us if you know what a travel sips mug is, because we could not find it. Is it travel or trip sips? Oh, it is trip sips. Did I say travel? Yeah. I meant trip sips. If you know what trip sips means, fucking tell me. Right? We cannot <laughs> find I have no idea. You can find us at uh, Yes Dude Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Okay. Next. Well... We'll talk to you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.